In this episode of Truth About Dyslexia, I'm going to be talking about the pictures that lie to us in our heads, what we can do about that, and how we can be more aware of when it is happening, and also know when to laugh it off, because we can be quite stubborn people. This is the truth about dyslexia. So in this episode, I really want to dig into the the lies that are in our heads. So I'm traveling the world at the moment for a close friend's wedding. I'm in Copenhagen, if you've ever been here. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. And what I've picked up, uh, you know, as I've traveled, is I've, I've been looking at how dyslexia has affected my travels a bit and some of the stories that have really stood out to me. And uh, I'm actually traveling with a friend who, who uh, also has dyslexia here. And what I've noticed uh, on both of our cases is just how our pictures lie to us. Now, they can lie to us in really large ways, but they can also lie to us in very, very small ways. And what I mean by lying is we can truly believe something to a point we have a picture stuck in our head that it is the absolute truth. But in reality, it's not actually at all the truth. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples. The first example is I was looking for a lighter in my bag. And I dug deep and we, I ended up finding this, this white lighter with a little bit of text on it about where it was from. It was a gas station in New Zealand. And looking at the gas station, um, I know I've been there in the past. I can't, wouldn't be for a while, but I, I saw it. And what went through my head is, okay, I must have got this lighter. I could see myself going to the gas station and getting it, even though that didn't happen. And I believed it was my lighter because it was in my bag. And I've been there before. So putting two and two together, I truly believed it was my lighter. Now, going a, you know, a day or two down the track, I actually end up chatting with my friend from New Zealand. And I realize she tells me it's her lighter. She brought it over. She lives close to me in New Zealand. But I could have sworn to you black or blue it was my lighter before that conversation. I had the picture of me going in and getting it, even though that didn't happen. And I truly believed that was the truth where it wasn't. So you can start to see how pictures can be very powerful and very scary sometimes. The the second example of that is is my friend we were talking about my girlfriend in New Zealand and she what she actually noticed was she she'd had a story in her head for must have been two and a half three years about where I met her what she did for a job um, and, and what she did she thought she was actually someone else and I was I was like, no, definitely sure, I'm right on this one. I'm pretty sure I met my, my girlfriend. I, I know what it is. But in, in her head, she had heard something, put two and two together, visualized the entire experience, truly believed that was where I met my girlfriend and what she did for a job. And, uh, and, and she'd been living like that for two and a half years. Now, this wasn't a big problem because it's not like it affected much in her life. But um, it was another great example of how we can put facts together that aren't actually true uh, to create stories in our head that then drive our actions. Um, And where it's so interesting as a dyslexic and what the purpose of this, this, uh, this podcast is today is about starting to help dyslexics notice when this is happening and starting to be aware of it. And, and also not to get angry with the other person. Those two were pretty tame cases, but there are some times where your pictures lie to yourself that actually drives very negative emotions and negative reactions to things that happen in day-to-day life. 
Now, if you can start to be aware of it, if you can start to see this happening, you can start to see, oh, yeah, I, I am wrong around a picture and actually understand that it, that is part of your dyslexia. It can actually relieve it a little bit in your mind instead of just waving it off and thinking, oh, okay, that, that didn't matter. Because what, what happens is the more you're aware of the small things, the more you start to be aware of the bigger things holding you back in, in your life. And the, the scariest thing is you can start to realize that some of the pictures of your past that may have actually developed your character may have been false. And it's not so much of a problem with the good character traits, but some of the negative character, character traits can be very um, misjudged. I always remember back to being in school, sitting in a classroom, in a maths class, and this is the picture I have in my head, and I don't know if this is true or false, where a teacher put up a, a mathematical equation on the board, and in my head I thought I knew it. My maths isn't actually too bad. Now, I always remember saying to the teacher after he'd said the answer, because no one put their hand up, that, oh, I know that. And in my memory, I see this angry teacher laughing at me from the front of the stage and pointing me going, no, you didn't know that. Now, did that actually happen? I don't know. Maybe he made a comment. Maybe his intentions were actually very different. Maybe I overbuilt that picture in my head to make it a really bad experience. But it affected me throughout my schooling to kind of be the quiet one who didn't put his hand up because I could be wrong. Or maybe I don't actually know it. Um, in life. And that's, that's, it's a huge realization that that story in my head could be wrong. And I've spent a lot of time using techniques to kind of relive that story, to bring back up that negative emotion and look at it from a very different perspective of realizing, of changing what I believed his intentions were behind it. As we never know what someone's true intentions are. We're only ever guessing um, when it comes to things like that. So, that, that using that tool has actually helped me get over that little confidence issue when I'm in a classroom or a group of people to actually be willing to put my hand up whether I'm right or wrong. And that is a, you know, it's a real powerful change in my life. Now, that's just an example, but can you think of anything in your life where your pictures may not actually be correct? Maybe you filled in gaps that aren't quite right, but that's actually led you to uh, driven you to have negative emotions against a friend or someone external to you. Maybe it's driven a behavior that's negative in your life. How could you re-approach that memory and really ask yourself the question, was that real or is it just how I believe it happened? Um, and use these techniques to actually drive change in your life. And remember, dyslexics are visual learners and we learn from experience and the emotions driven by that experience, whether they're, it's in reality or just in our minds. So don't be scared to use this power to actually rewrite some of that programming that may not be benefiting you. You know, in my opinion, affirmations don't work quite as well for dyslexics unless they have that visual and emotional component. Um, I'll give you an example. Um, when I'm trying to reassess some of my pictures in my head that may be false, I try and visualize it like a movie and look at it and watch it in my head. What happened? I then look at changing that movie to what probably actually did happen or what would benefit me. And if I do that a few times, what happens is that emotion starts to drain from that event and I'm able to reapply it in a better, more confident way. Now, this doesn't, I don't do this daily. It's more when something comes up that's obviously um, not right or I've taken the wrong emotional context from it.
But that's kind of what I wanted to share today is, is for dyslexics, be very clear on the pictures in your head. Realize they can be wrong and not to get angry at yourself for that, but just realize that's dyslexia. I try and laugh it off, to be honest. I, I laugh and go, dyslexia in my head, you know, when, when things happen like that. And it makes my life a lot more relaxed. Uh, the old days, I used to beat myself up for being stupid or having issues. But now I just laugh it off. That's just who I am. So I hope this episode's been interesting. I hope it's given you a few ideas. I hope you take some time out of your day to just be a bit more aware of these pictures. Are they real? Aren't they? If you don't know, then what's what's wrong with changing them to something better? But um, have an awesome rest of your day. Make sure you check out truthaboutdyslexia.com. And uh, until next time, it's been Stephen with The Truth About Dyslexia.